Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Okay. Bitch Talk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's the intro. Welcome to Bitch Talk, everybody. Uh, Booze interview straight from the heart of San Francisco. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) When's the last time you said that? Jesus. It's been a minute and it felt good, actually. Um, I'm ready to do a live event. Anyone else? Maybe 2023. Uh, Hey, it's Aaron from San Francisco and from uh, somewhere in Mexico and Char in her usual recording studio. Um, <laughs> my 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 fake recording studio. But we like it. Um, we haven't bit, uh, basic for a minute. Ange has been literally on the road for almost a full month now. I know she's got stories. Sometimes she sends up sends us little updates. I'm just you know I just need the like. Um, Proof of life photos, Ange. Just, you know, once every few days. <laughs> Let me know you're alive. That's all I need. I you're alive and thriving. And that's that's great. That's great. Some mama bear over here. So I let's talk about Ange. What's going on with Mexico? Oh. Where do you want to start? Oh. Uh, no? you don't want me you. to you don't want to no, start? That, well, the last time no, we no, talked that's to fine. you was the beginning of the month, right? Right after uh Halloween and um before the election yes right yeah right a lot right has before the election i was also preparing for uh, my good friends uh the opening of her um miniature fruit stand that's right uh, party i had my uh, oh, great right. oh right oh uh, <laughs> right yeah okay. i mean the anyway. election the fruit stand opening yeah a lot of big things happening i i think um yeah since you last saw me i feel like um uh, I, I'm a different person, if that's fair enough to say. Um, I've 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 lived through some crazy shit in the last couple of weeks. I'm already like tearing up, but I'm gonna wait. Hold off on that. Um, I visited some cool cities. My friend um, left me <laughs> in Merida, and I was kind of left to my own devices. And it was cool because I I went on um, to. Ex- explore um, some Mayan ruins, which there's like no shortage of. And then I went on a tour of like as many cenotes as I could find, which I've told you a million times over. They're my favorite things in the world. They're these underground caves um, that are only found in certain parts of the world and specifically in this part of Mexico in the Yucatan because of the um, crater that that is the cause of the extinction of the dinosaurs, 66 million years ago. So there's there's over a thousand cenotes in the Yucatan, but probably around three, four hundred that you can actually visit and go and swim in. So I just like have been touring cenotes and going to ruins and kind of just um, I, I had to do a, a three day fast prior to my uh, mushroom uh, medicinal mushroom journey. But I'm going to get question. to that later. Yeah. Oh, yes. you don't want to go there yes. yet? You don't want to go there yet? No, I mean, we can. 
I don't know. I'm going to be quite a mess. I don't know. You want me okay. to talk about it? I'll talk about it. But I'd rather just be like, oh, this is like some light shit. And then I can talk about <laughs> it's it was amazing. Look, it was like transformative. But I was even I, I took a three and a half hour bus ride today and I was thinking about talking to you guys about this and I was like crying the whole time so I kind of wanted to say like some fun things before I get to that <laughs> in like the best you want, like, way possible you want, a, you want like, a smooth, it's a smooth like, it's a up. lot yeah okay I went to Chiapas which is southern southern Mexico um, and I visited some waterfalls and there is this waterfall it's called Chiflon waterfalls and it's a, a sequence of like six waterfalls that you can go visit and you have to climb up like 900 meters which is like 2700 feet right up to go to each waterfall each waterfall and I made it like my own personal like uh challenge like i'm gonna go to every fucking waterfall because you know i I just had surgery a little over a year ago on my knee Mm -hmm. and um and i i was uh and i love waterfalls like caves and waterfalls are like my two favorite things so um i i would highly suggest if anybody's in chiapas the chiflon waterfalls are incredible there's one that you get so close to like it's hard to breathe you're so close to it i sent i sent I sent you a picture of it and uh, it's just like spraying on you. It's like it's raining onto you and you you can't breathe. It's so magical. Um, And I uh, recently was in, I just left Guanajuato, which is an old mining town in Mexico. And it's, um, you know, colonial leftovers from the Spanish Inquisition, now the Spanish conquistadors, <laughs> um, but yeah, super colonial, narrow alleys, cobblestone streets. Like mm-hmm. it's, it really is like a San Francisco, but in Mexico, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Super colorful buildings, um, and, and there's a university there, which is kind of it's one of my favorite things when I'm when I'm traveling internationally is to go to a town that has a university because it's a lot easier to meet people that are like down to talk to you. You know, because like the older, like more established um, people aren't really going to fuck with the tourists. You know what I mean? But when you meet like college students, it's it's um, a lot easier to like meet them at bars and stuff and have a conversation if you're trying to meet locals and stuff. So I had a really great time in Guanajuato. And um, while I was there, when I was entering the airport or when I was exiting the airport, I saw that they had this sign that said Festival Internacional del Globos, del Globo. Yeah, which means International Festival of Hot Air Balloons. Oh, and it's like one of the one of the few places in the world that has a hot air balloon festival. And um, I mean, if we're talking about like channeling, you know, people that have passed my friend Anne that passed away, she lived in New Mexico and um, she would tell me all about the New Mexico Hot Air Balloon Festival. And in her past life, you know, I met her when she was living in Belize and then Thailand. But prior to that, she had like an insurance company and a family and a child. And she had a whole family and a whole life in New Mexico. And she had this whole collection of hot air balloons because she was obsessed with this hot air balloon festival. And so I was just like, what the fuck is Anne trying to tell me to go to this shit? You know what I mean? So um, on Sunday, uh, just a few days ago, I went and it was incredible. I was there from like 5 a.m. And I got or well, I left my hotel at 5 a.m. It was an hour away. And then I got home at like 1130 p.m. It was an all day festival. And I texted you guys from it like in the morning. You watch them fill the hot air balloons and they have like every character, every 
color, every type. There's there's over 200 that they fill up and they all fly out through the air. And there's like rows of food and shopping and live music and DJs. And then at night, once the sun sets, they bring the hot air balloons back and they fill them up. And then you dance with the hot air balloons like like lit up um, next to you. So it was just like the most incredible festival, but that's why the following day we were actually supposed to record bitch talk, but I was like, I'm spent. I don't, I don't like if we can delay <laughs> until tomorrow, it'd be much better for me because I was gone all day. It was insane. But that's also why, um, so you get there at like, they start inflating the balloons at six 30 in the morning. And so obviously everybody has woken up early and has had no sleep. So afterwards, it's like, fuck, we're going to be here all day. Like, what do people do the whole time? Everybody fell asleep afterwards. Everybody like everybody got food, got coffee, whatever. And then everybody was just napping everywhere. It was this huge park, huge, huge park. Like, I don't know. It was like Golden Gate Park, like, you know, Central Park status. Everybody's just falling asleep in all these different places. So I was like, oh, OK, cool. You know, I feel kind of safe. So I fell asleep. And I had like the best nap ever. And I woke up with 500 mosquito bites, which is why like I've shown I've shown you guys and obviously uh, this is a podcast, but I have like 50 million mosquito bites. But anyway, um, yeah, it was really it was really a good time and uh, something I never would have planned to go to. I never would have, you know, but it was just timing. And, um, you know, my friend Anne, who's obviously been in my been on my mind a lot because uh my friend in merida that i've been staying with she was our best friend you know so um yeah it was cool it's been it's been a really special time mexico has uh has definitely yeah taken me in and given me everything i needed from it so i hate to ask when you're coming back but do you have a week left do you have like 10 days left i have uh yeah i have a little over a week left oh cool Mm -hmm. So I'm what's in, your, um, you have to get into Mexico city, right? At some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go to Mexico city in five days. And, uh, until then I'm in Querétaro, which is another beautiful colonial town. I just landed like an hour ago, yeah. <laughs> two hours ago, but, um, yeah, I need to do more exploring. I got some hot springs to, to tend to, um, and just like chill. I don't know. I'm not really, uh, planning a lot for these last couple of weeks. I've already been through so much. <laughs> oh, I have a fucking story. So my friend, when I was in Merida, she was like, oh, do you want to go kayaking? She lives near the beach, which is about 40 minutes from Merida. And I was like, okay, I'll meet you to go kayaking. She failed to mention that one, she lives near Shikshulub, which is where the crater that eliminated was known for the extinction of the dinosaurs is like, she lives there. And when I found out, I was like, what? Why didn't you tell me that? I love dinosaurs. <laughs> and it's because she doesn't know that I fucking love dinosaurs, because why should she? You know, right. she's only known me for like a year or two or whatever. And I'm like, well, I do. OK, so I'm going to need more time I'm gonna come back. <laughs> I have to come back soon. I have to explore this entire region. And so we go kayaking and all of a sudden there's like 30 fucking flamingos just like <gasps> chilling where we were kayaking, just like chilling eating fish and totally just so peaceful. Like this is Mexico though. I'm telling you, it's just, Oh my God, it doesn't get nearly enough credit for it's such a big country. There's so much to do. There's such a wide variety of things to do, but like you just go kayaking and you stumble upon 30 flamingos and, and that's just Mexico. That's the magic of Mexico. 
And um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't give it enough praise. I, I just, yeah, I, I haven't even told you half of what I've been through, but it's just been super healing and uh, met super cool people and, uh, you know, practicing my Spanish now, which is good. Um, <laughs> uh, just when I think I'm good though, I'll meet somebody that's like, and I'm like, must yeah. espacio, por favor, you know? And I was in the store because like, <laughs> unless you're in a beach town, like they don't really sell tank tops and shit, right? They only sell t-shirts. So I really like these shirts in this one place. And I wanted to ask uh, the lady if, if they had any tank tops. So I was wearing one, obviously, because I only wear tank tops. So I was like, how do you say this? You know, como se dice? And I was pointing <laughs> on my tank top. And she, and she goes, oh, trop top. <laughs> Trop I was like, oh, top? that's easy enough. Okay, trop, I'll remember that. Crop top. No, crop. Oh, crop top. top. Crop oh. top. But she was oh. saying it with like, yeah. She was saying it with a Mexican accent. So, oh, uh, I was like, oh, como se dice, you know, pointing to my tank top. And she's like, crop top. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm learning new words. What, what about the hat? Where'd that hat come from? Your oh, hat. thank you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Okay. No, no, no. So I'm calling this my Kiefer Sutherland hat. Do you remember my Kiefer Sutherland story when I was working at Fig? No. Oh, fuck. Oh my God. Have I not told you this? Okay. So I uh, I used to work at uh, Fig, which is a restaurant in the Fairmont Hotel in Santa Monica. I started off as a hostess and then I became a bartender. But when I was first a hostess, this was when I was still a hostess i was working the pm shift and Kiefer sutherland comes in because it's it's a famous hotel you know it's a popular i mean people drop a thousand a night right and play in a hotel like this so Kiefer sutherland walks in and he goes to sit at the bar and it's no big deal it's no big deal but then he starts getting super drunk and he's making friends with everybody he's making friends he's being cool he's like walking around and then he goes to the store across from the restaurant is the hotel store and he buys this like big women's like sun hat <laughs> and he puts it on and he comes back to the bar and he's like wearing this hat. And it's like, you know, fucking 10 o'clock at night. And now he's wearing this big woman's sun hat. And then he becomes friends with this woman at the bar and he goes back to the store. He buys another sun hat for her. So now we're both wearing these women's sun hats and we're all just like, dude, this is fucking hilarious, right? And so anyway, fast forward to the next morning I'm working and I go to the lady at the store because I want to hear the story about him going in, the, in, the, in there and buying the hat. I'm like, dude, were you here when fucking Kiefer Sutherland was buying all these sun hats? And she's like, he came back in this morning and returned them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm like, dude, you are rich. Wow. First of all. First of all, come on, Kiefer. Come on. You are rich. Yes. And you were drunk. Yes. Like, own up. That's fine. You know, not that the Fairmont needs anyone's money, but it's just, it's just funny. So anyway, fast <laughs> forward to uh, 20 years later when I'm at this uh, hot air balloon festival on Sunday. <laughs> and I only had a beanie because I thought it was going to be cold. I was going to be there at 5 a.m., you know, whatever, all day. And the sun came down. It was super fucking hot. And I was, so I was like in this section of the <laughs> festival that was uh, about the Yucatan. 
and they're trying to get people to go and they had all this stuff specifically from the Yucatan and they had all these hats. And so I made friends with the lady there because I was obviously just wanted to talk to her about Merida. And so we're talking and we're talking and she puts this hat on me and I was like, I look good in this fucking hat. I need this hat. It's sunny. And so I bought this hat. And now I think I look like a fucking bitch that goes to Coachella. So you guys just fucking tell me. <laughs> what does it look like? Uh, but at least I didn't buy it at, um, what's it called? Not Forever 21, but. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll see you at Coachella next year. Or what outside the fuck, dude. Okay, well. I, I know mean, you're at the time and it blocked the sun. Yeah, I mean, it's very cute on you, but we should be going to brunch. We should go to brunch this weekend <laughs> and pop some bottles okay. and have, have some champs. Is it champs or champs? I don't okay, I have, another, I have another story. Ever since I bought it, which was just a day and a half ago, I've been charged extra for things. Like I went in a fucking cab that I knew <laughs> was supposed to be like 80 pesos and it was like 200. And fuck you, motherfuckers, because of my goddamn hat. And what am I going to do? I don't have room for it's hard and it's big. I can't just stuff it in a bag. I have to wear it every time I need to travel. I was just like, why did I do this? But, you know, it was like twelve dollars. So I don't know. God damn it. You could put my key for Sutherland hat. You could sell it when you get back to the States on like Facebook. Maybe I'll wear it for I don't know. I don't know. I was just I was drunk and having a good time. And the sun was out and, you know. I'm going to send you Amy Schumer hosted SNL before the election. I don't know if you've been keeping up with any of that, but they did a skit about no. big. They did a skit about big hats. So I'm going <laughs> to send you that. Dude, I mean, you get really sold into that shit. And, you know, the ladies here work these hats. Really, they look so beautiful in these hats. And I was like, me too. Me's beautiful, too. I don't. You do know. look beautiful with your long hair and <laughs> yeah, big but hat. I'm going to fucking Coachella and that. Yeah, hat, where's, right? where's, where's in the pump- States? It's different than it is here. Where's right? your pumpkin spice latte? And oh, fuck off. I've never had one in my life for the record. <laughs> Didn't the mom on White Lotus have a hat like that? <laughs> oh yeah oh uh, what's her name connie britton star yeah. okay one more time gorgeous. do i not bring it home i don't know mm-hmm. or debbie gibson right now or, oh. Really, oh i don't oh. really know what's happening yeah pumpkin spice latte you need you need to uh, look like you need like a you know aviator shades with the scarf a monocle <laughs> a monocle oh i think it's my oh, it's my key for Sutherland hat. God damn it. That's what I get for making fun of him. You know, I'm going to rock it a little bit longer. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe I can use it for like Halloween. <laughs> Just keep it in your back pocket. Maybe you should keep it for like um, Sundance or South by it. <laughs> I mean, I would wear it to Sundance, but it doesn't keep my head particularly warm. Right. I'd rather it's wear a so beanie. Cute. You know what I mean? See? Anyway. Moving on. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, my shit's not exciting. I, I took a job. I didn't really tell you guys because just life's moving fast and it wasn't that exciting. But um, I, I took this event job last week because it paid really well. And they actually paid half up front, which is a little bit intimidating because you're like, well, fuck, if I get sick or if something happens, I didn't know if I was going to have to pay half back, whatever. Um, 
but as we got closer to the event, it was a, it was a full five days, started on Sunday for us working it. And then it ended on Thursday, it's just downtown in the, in San Francisco. So I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, we have hotel rooms for you if you're traveling in. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm just going to stay home. But then when we got on this big old meeting and call and talking about our days and like, they're going to be 10 hour days, you're going to be on your feet. You can be starting at seven. You can be starting at 10. You might be ending at 10, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm taking a hotel room because <laughs> I don't want to try and have to get a ride. And there's, it's just too hard to try and like get snuggly here, you know, with the dogs and Jeff. And then, oh, you have to be down at a, at Moscone Center at seven. No, I was going to say, why the fuck would you not dig a hotel room if they're paying for it anyway? Right. Come on. So I did because I didn't really, I, I didn't understand the, the assignment here and I didn't realize it was the intercon. So, well, they put me at the intercon hotel downtown and it, it was like a little vacation. It was weird. It was, I had a whole room to myself uh, two double beds. Uh, I never, they have a, a hot tub there. I never went to it. I know I brought my bathing suit. I know, Ange, I know. Um, the thing was a lot of people from the, from the conference were staying there too. And I'm like, I don't want to sit in a hot tub with these people. Like all these weird software developer folks. I was like, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to see them in a bathing suit. Well, you I, could have checked out their hardware. No, ha ha ha. Um, I didn't want to this. Um, yeah, I, I'm good. Uh, but it was an international conference. There was like over 2000 people that attended. And, uh, I was me and like maybe 10 other people wearing a mask amongst 2000 people traveling in internationally, <laughs> being in Moscone center from like eight in the morning till five or six in the evening. Um, I didn't want to catch anything. So, um, but it was, it was weird being a tourist in your own city, I would say. Um, and also I know where all the funding is going for police for the police. Hmm. It's downtown. It's it's Union Square and it's literally where Moscone Center is. Um, mm -hmm. Saw them. We have ambassadors down there. We have ambassadors in the Fillmore, too. But it was weird. This woman was trying to chat me up and was thought I was from out of town because I had my suitcase and She's like, good morning. How are you? Welcome to San Francisco. <laughs> Aren't you gl glad you got here before some kind of like I think she's saying holiday travel. I'm like, I live here. I just looked at her. I'm like, I live here. It's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I mean, she's like, well, happy holidays. I was like, can you stick a fucking knife in my eyeball right now? Fuck <laughs> up. And I don't even live in New York. Like, I feel like I was having New Yorker feelings about this person that's just trying to get paid. I get it. But that's what's happening downtown. It's very weird. Um, and it's Black Mirror. Yeah, it's a little bit Black Mirror. Um, it's just weird. And oh, the, the conversations and comments I heard about San Francisco and talking mm -hmm. shit about it every mm -hmm. day again is going to put a knife in my eye and my ear. And I was just like, yep, we all all big cities have big problems right now. Like mm -hmm. just do. And yep, you're downtown. And you're going to see more of it. I don't know what else to tell you. So that was fun, uh, <laughs> but the hotel room was fun. It was great view. I looked out and saw AT&T Park in the Bay and it's an, it a little, little weird getaway. Met some new folks. Um, 
and I'll see what happens. They, they might have a big conference in Florida. Maybe I'll go. They'll pay for everything. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'll go with you. <laughs> Florida. I, I accept. You accept. I'll go with you anywhere. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> that was my week last week, but it was, everything was hurting by day, whatever it was. It was Sunday through Thursday and just like on our feet the entire time. But yeah. Well, I, I will say I feel very defensive of San Francisco too when people start to talk shit because it's just like, it's the major fucking city and its economy uh, pays for half of our fucking country. So calm right. the fuck down. <laughs> and yes, we have our faults. Trust me. I know. Like I've lived them and I've worked them, but in its essence, it's still a beautiful fucking city. And we're so lucky to be living there. So fuck yep. off. Fuck you. Go back to the burbs. Right. I don't care. I'm super yep. defensive about that because it's like, yeah. And what? Like, yeah. Yeah. And so what? No, I mean, we have things to work on, but still, I'm super yeah. proud of San Francisco and it's beautiful as fuck. I agree. It's I love the city, even warts and all. Um, mm -hmm. And anywhere you go, any city downtown is a, is downtown. Go to New York, you go to Portland, you go to L.A., any of those, Austin, even like all, all of them, the major cities, there's issues and the issues are the haves and haves not have nots. So let's talk about that instead. Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, that was last week. Mm -hmm. That's last week. Well, and to, to bring it, but to bring it back to Mexico, yes. like it's really um, beautiful and impressive how a lot of these cities work. Um, in, in terms of like cleanliness. And of course, I don't know the inner workings and I don't live here, but it just, as, as an outsider who, who comes and visits and, and, you know, the safety, safetyness of it all as a single woman traveler, mm. um, it's just, I, I just, I always feel super in control of my situation. I, I, you know, knock on wood, and, but I'm also very smart. You know, I don't just go out all night and, and go crazy. And, um, you know, I'm always very aware, but people's thoughts of Mexico are so off base and it's such a big country. You cannot generalize. Uh, and I've been to many different states. There's like 30 states in Mexico. I've been to like half of them and you cannot generalize. Um, and I, I just want to say, I don't see enough fucking Asians here. First off. Oh yeah. <laughs> Every time I see an Asian, I'm like, yes. And right. then I hear them like, with an Aussie accent. They have like an Aussie accent or something. Oh. I'm like, God damn it. Where are the Asian Americans? Let's go. It's so easy to come here. Where are you? You know, but um they're in the all still. they're in the all inclusive Ange called secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Buffet. Okay. There's a ton or, of place. or on the cruise. Or on the cruise. Actually, they're not because I've been there too and I don't see fucking Asians there either. So okay. just like they were, right. They're on the cruises is where they are. Yeah, they're not that's at true. secrets, actually, because, you know, that's for swingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> swingers uh, and Shar, how was L.A.? It was cool. It was chill. I mean, as usual, I, it's like you, you go there, things kind of like move, like, you know, the blink of an eye, and then you're just like, crap, I'm out of time. I'm back. When can I go back? <laughs> Mm. but um but yeah i was texting you guys because i like uh you know tested a new uh spot a new hotel spot. oh yes you did you're very excited it, let's go cool 
that was fun. It, it was fun in the sense that, um, you know, I'm like Ange. I love hotels. Anybody just says free hotel, whether or not I'm five minutes from the place. I'm like, sign me up. I'll take it. <laughs> okay, asterisks. I don't get anything for free, but carry on. That's the difference between you and me. But I, but you love staying at hotels. I just, I love staying mm-hmm. at hotels. And um, anyways, uh, there's this place that I didn't know. Like I, uh, we were talking about it when we, when I was in LA, when we were in LA for my birthday for Stevie Nicks, um, I had mentioned this hotel or this casino like an hour from, from the OC that I had been to the last time I was there. I was like, and it's supposed to be like the biggest casino ever. And it's huge. Apparently, like I was getting lost in this place. It's so it's like it felt like those big. Um, you know, like the where. Uh, the big Asian uh, casinos like in, in is it Japan or uh, or like I'll even just go with the Philippines. There's like in Manila, there's like three giant casinos that are owned by like big businesses. <laughs> and they're like massive because it's like the only thing it's like vegas in one casino. <laughs> whoa mm, and I've that's never been and that's what i've heard about uh and anyways this place called yamava my i don't know uh you know my crazy crazy mom crazy angie was like oh we should go to yamava it's apparently the biggest indian casino in all of the united states or in all of california or something like that and i'm like whatever and like uh, you go there and it's got like over uh, i think they said we have over six thousand slot machines or something like that and what the place Holy. is so massive it's like you're just walking and it's just like it's it's like slot machines for days and you're just feeling around this place and you're getting lost. I have an important question. Uh, uh, is the craps uh, dice or cards? You know what? I didn't see what kind of, I'm sure that it was, uh, I'm almost positive that it was cards because it's a, it's so close okay. to the to the town, but I didn't, you know what? I didn't even notice. I didn't even look at the, at the cause you're so lost in the slots. I don't. I didn't even notice where the um, right where the craps tables. Were. It's okay. I'm down. I'm. I'm just curious. I mean, when I when I won with my sisters, it was cards. But I just I I prefer just the dice. Right. It's just like it changes well, everything when you use dice. But when you do dice, um, well, well, because there's no uh, there, any Indian casino is going to be uh, some variation of if there's dice, there's cards attached to it. Because it, it can't. It was it. dice with cards attached. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not as versed as you are. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. Uh, it. It, it's not allowed except uh, once you hit Nevada. It's not. That's the only place that you're going to have real true craps dice only. But um, but yeah, okay. anyways, so we Dang. get so when we went in in uh, September, we were there and we were there for like an evening and, you know, played check the place out we're like dude this place is cool it's big whatever but we were only there for a couple hours or whatever and then we leave and then um all of a sudden i'm getting like thrown offers like hey come here we've got rooms we've got this we've got free gifts we've got all this and um there's apparently there's a bunch of um like they've got this big theater so like all these big names are coming through there like i think like uh 
Kevin Hart, the Jonas Brothers, Pink, Adam Sandler, like all these. And they, I'll Durant, see Pink. Duran Duran. Like all these people were coming Whoa. through and they're giving me a bunch of tickets to these things. And I'm like, oh, all right. I was just like, why are they like, it's like, we, we only went there for a day, but come to find out they've only been open for a year. <laughs> they just opened December of 2021. And so they're just shy of a year. So they're trying to pay for all of these slot machines. And for the, a huge property piece of property. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. So when I was planning this, uh, this LA trip, I was like, well, they're offering me free nights over at this place. Let's go check it out. And I s- go online to see if there's availability. And they're like, uh, what w- what room would you like? A two-bedroom, st- you know, like a two-king standard, an executive suite, or a one-bedroom suite? And I'm like, one-bedroom suite? You know, like, I don't know. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, sounds good. You know, it's like, and it has like the value, like $1,500 a night. And it's like crossed out. It has a zero next to it. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> let me in. Let, let in. So I sign up and I get there and you get there and they're like all up, almost to the point where it's a little bit overbearing, where they're like all up on your ass. Like, it, like kind of like what you were saying about like at the, at, you know, like, Hey, how are you doing? Is this your first time here? Oh, We're so yeah. happy to have you here. Is there anything we could do for you? And I'm like, dude, leave me lay alone. Off. Yes, lay off. I, I get to the room and they're like, well, we like, would you like to have your ice buckets filled? We have turndown service. And I'm like, dude, this room is awesome. Leave so I can just... <laughs> You're like, I need to spread out. That is my jam. I need to spread out. I know Char and her M.O. Yeah. So, and that was it. It was like, it was this one little, it had a, they had a, had a little balcony. It had, it was a one bedroom suite. It had its own, you know, the, the bedroom area and then had a dining room, a a living room area with a couch and a little recliner that went out to a, went out to a, 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 a deck or a little balcony. And, um, it had, uh, you know, like little coffee maker and all the little things and all, you know, like everything that was said, uh, the drapes you could do on a, on a remote. Yes. <laughs> all the- I had, I had that too in my room. It was so nice. And well, I want that. I've never <laughs> so, had yeah. that. And then they were like, oh, you're part, you're in a suite and you get like, you get access to the 17th floor. And I was like, okay, what's on the 17th floor? And you go to the 17th floor and like, they'd serve like, breakfast in the morning and it's like on the top it's like a roof deck so you could like overlook the valley and then um in the evening they do like a light happy bite, hour happy hour hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that oh uh, is that uh, isn't is that for okay, only so. oh i was gonna say is that only for like whatever when you're uh, oh no when you're uh as long as you're staying in a suite so i'm like so now every time i look i'm like I will. I well, I was like, I looked because they keep offering me. They keep Give sending me these offers. So I'm like, every time I look, I was like, oh, maybe I want to go to L.A. like next month. I'm like looking. Is there a suite of it? <laughs> Charlotte, let's go next month. Like, no joke. No, I'm totally I'm ready. And, and um, or January or February. And the um, the only thing is, is their slot machines are super tight. Like, no, like they weren't really hitting. No so, one was winning. 
yeah you don't see mm. I, it, it could be because the place is so big you don't see the people that are winning right there's also six thousand we're gonna so, win at the plus. tables then and so i played but then they gave me a bunch of free play so i played the free play and then after that i was like i'm kind of scared yeah. to put my own yeah because no one's winning and Mm -hmm. then so at the end i was like um all right well i guess i'll just keep using their free gifts and their free play like oh yeah i I happened to be there on a monday and they're like oh it's monday free free gift day and so i got like a new little humidifier (laughs) my god I needed that last yes, week. You already have two. You already have you two. You probably already have a room or a <laughs> closet full of humidifiers. No, that's actually interesting yeah. enough. They, of all the things that I don't have, I didn't have a humidifier. And actually, they were giving humidifiers here in the Bay Area, but I was actually in L.A. So I was like, oh, I'm going to miss a humidifier. I actually don't have one of those. And oh. I got one. Hey, I got those, one are, Yamaba. <laughs> those are great. Those are great. Oh my god. You should keep one in the studio for Limber for her to guess. Shh. Not sick. Don't jinx me. I know. Not sick ass. I uh, I grew up with humidifiers. Leave me alone. Anyway. I, I could tell. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, that, that was in my... the best way possible. I mean, oh, some people need their pool more than others. Cool. I was gonna oh. ask about pool. The pool was nice and it's got like a you know bunch of TVs down there in the pool and everything, and it was super empty. Oh, you'll love you guys will love this. It's a uh, it's a 21 <gasps> and over. Yes, nobody can stay there under 21. So oh, at the oh, casino oh. in the yeah. whole entire in, in the casino. Oh my god, let's live there. So <laughs> I'm going to tell my sister, okay, let's go December, January, February, one of these months, please. Let's just go, Char. Yeah. And it. I went to, um, and yeah, I went to Disneyland, um, one of the days and it was like an hour, it was like an hour drive. So it's like, wasn't terrible, you know, Disneyland. Oh my God. The entire casino is 21 and up. That is my heaven sold. Let's yeah, do this. Cause my mom was like, uh, Oh, we should come here. The kids would love the pool and we could we're only an hour from Disneyland. And I like I go, did you not notice that there are no kids here? And I was like, <laughs> I I just looked it up. They said, oh, that's what it was when I signed in. They said there were like, oh, no kids, no smoking. When I was picking up my humidifier, um they told me I had $160 in free play that that evening. And they're like, but you have to that's go. more than I bring to the casino, by the way. <laughs> the, yeah, right. Go and, then, and then they're like, you <laughs> well, go. I bring 200 anyway. They're like, uh, but you have to go to a certain part of the casino floor to scan your card. In, and it, they're like, you just need to stick your card into one of the slots in this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard that before. Yeah, right. <laughs> in order to be able to get the free play and i'm like okay well where is that and he like described the area and it's like all the way across <laughs> like it was like you needed a road map a disneyland map to get to this place he's like <laughs> you need to go you know like you go all you know you, you know need to have one of those like walk walkables or what are yeah. they called it's not an escalator because it stays flat what are they called people movers anyway yeah. carry on and, it, and like a people mover to get he's there. like you go to the aces bar then you go to the enclave and then you know there's over there there you see those machines over there go about 20 feet to your left and then any one of those machines is considered this designated area put your card in that machine 
you know, you swipe your card in that machine. And once you do, it'll give you $160 of free play credit, but it's only in that area. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then he's like, fucking Indiana Jones. Well, he he basically was like, they can't, they're trying to get people to play in that area. They can't get people because the place is so massive. They're trying to make the people go to all the different parts of like to get play in all different parts of the casino. And I was like, all right, sure, whatever. And then like, he was like, once you swipe your card there, you can go anywhere, wherever you want, but that's where you're going to get the free play. And I was like, okay. And he's, and then he said, I keep telling them there's two words you could do to get people to go into that area. And I was like, what would those two words be? And he's like smoking zone. And I was like, and I was like, huh? And I like looked around and I was like, holy shit, this whole casino is non-smoking also. The mm. there's the smoking designated smoking areas are outside. Ah. So I was like, dude, this place is insane. It's like they're it's 21 and older, a no smoking casino. Who's ever heard of that? And uh it's brand new and but you know. I hope they make it. The machines aren't giving any money. No. And they have that's how how they're going to make it. Yeah, exactly. No one wins. And they have huge concerts. Table, bitch. Wait till I hit that crash table, bitch. But anyway, so that was uh, that was my time in L.A. And then I came back and then I immediately started texting you guys about this place. I was like, dude, we can we can go here. And when are we going to go here? We can do our uh, bitch shock can... field trip. Bitch shock field trip. Exactly. We'll see. I I have a new job in the new year, so <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Oh. So I'm going to totally booked, and we'll see how it goes. Interessante. Okay. Well, if it has to be a Char and Ange event, so be it. <laughs> someone's got. Someone's got. Out. Someone's got to work around here. We'll got to. We'll bring a little cut out of your head, Limber. Don't worry. We'll bring okay. you. Cool. Anyways, <laughs> mm. um, I like okay. how this I'm basic. Sure. We haven't we haven't basic bitched in what three four weeks for a while. All we were doing was basics, right? And then uh, a couple, then a lot of interviews, right? And then we did a hand. We had this this little stretch of interviews, and you were on vacation. And I like how this basic has turned into what it always is. And traveling, yeah. Aaron working, and me going to Disneyland in the casino. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Here hey, we, are. we have our specific roles. It's the balance of bitch talk. It's the bitch talk balance. <laughs> is that what that is? <laughs> so, Ange, give us the abridged version of your medicine journey, if you will, in Mexico. It is super abridged. So, um, and introduce um, it to the folks who maybe haven't heard that you were going to do this. Yes. So um, prior to my trip in Mexico, I wanted to at some point have some sort of medicine journey, whether it be uh, mushrooms, ayahuasca, something. I was, I was super open to whatever presented itself to me. And three days into being in Merida, I met this woman who is a shaman and has been for over 10 years. And um provides these sort of medicinal journeys with mushrooms. And she was also a friend of my friends. So I super trusted her and I was like, I'm in. And another beautiful thing was it was going to happen on November 11th, which is 11, 11. It's a portal day for those that, that follow astrology, numerology, 
any sort of meditation like 11 is a is like a literally a doorway sort of number um connected to the higher realm um and it's supposed to be a doorway into the connection between the body and soul and enlightenment and so it was this whole thing of of just crazy timing and um prior to the event which was on a friday three days prior you have to do a sort of cleanse um no meat no caffeine no sugar no alcohol no smoking i think that's everything and I was a little worried about that, but my friend was leaving to go out of town on Monday. So it was literally, she was leaving three days prior to <laughs> the, the medicinal journey. So everything just kind of aligned perfectly. Not that I couldn't have done it, but if I'm traveling and I'm seeing my friend who I only see once a year, it's kind of hard to not do all those things, right? So um, prior to the journey, I did, I did my thing. You know, I, I meditated my way through those three days. Uh, you know, only eating vegetables and drinking water and um, going out to nature, going to cenotes, like really um, preparing myself for it. And when I entered, it was really cool because um, it's a small event. There were only six people and it was all women. And that was a beautiful thing. And I, you know, I, yeah, thank you. Yeah. You understand it. And I, I, I love men. Some of my best friends are men, obviously, one of them being, you know, Aaron's husband, I have plenty of great friends that are men, but women just bring a sort of softness and um, empathy um, and safety. Let's be real, right? So it was six women run by two women, one of them being Michelle, who was the shaman. And um, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Claudia, Claudia, who was um, the sound healer who limber you know about this from when we were in nepal she does like um, uh, uh, singing bowls yes and rain sticks and, uh, and chimes and bells all of and that all those things yeah uh, so that so that was her job and the thing right so um prior to that um everybody came and one of the women came up to me and you know we're all introducing ourselves to each other and she was like I know you, we went to the, you know, I talked about in a, a, a bitch talk, um, a basic bitch prior that I went to um, an event where we made Christmas cards for yes, a nonprofit. Yeah. She was there. Her name is Lucy. Oh. And this woman, Lucy shows up at uh, the mushroom event and I'm introducing my health, myself to her. And she's like, I know you, you were at the YGO Christmas making Christmas card making event. And I was like, yes. Oh, so already I felt safe. I knew one person there and I also knew Michelle, who's the shaman. And then this other woman randomly who was super beautiful. Like she had a really beautiful energy about her. Like we were all talking, we we're all preparing to like sit down. And she was like, I know you, I met you before. And I was like, where? And I was like, I feel the same way about you, but where? And she's talking about all these places she's lived. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I've traveled there, but who knows? It could have been Argentina. It could have been Mexico. Like she's lived all these places. So already I felt super connected to the people that I was with. Cause when you're doing something like that, um, emotionally you're very vulnerable, mm -hmm. right? So you don't, you don't want to feel uncomfortable at all. Like not even 0.00001% uncomfortable. Right. So already I felt like super comfortable. I had two out of the, uh, five women that I was with, that I already felt like connected to and my shaman, you know, I'd already like hung out with a couple of times. So anyway, prior to the event, 
we all give our intention for what we want, what mm. we hope to come of it. Um, <clears throat> and we all get saged and, you know, we all have um, uh, mats, uh, yoga mats to lay on. And I was lucky that I had the far left. It was this glass room, like this glass uh, house um, in this um, center, like a, a plaza of this like hat home. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but it was open to the sky, uh, the, the middle of this home, like this huge like center plaza, but it was like a glass house. And we all just laid flat on um, these mats and we were given tea and they started like chanting and playing drums and playing music. And we each had two grams of uh, mushrooms, which um, is a little over half half of an eighth, um, which I I have to say, I've done mushrooms a lot of times in my life. <laughs> so I wasn't nervous about that part. What I was nervous about was what it was going to channel from me because mm -hmm. I'd never been in such a, um, a um, sensitive, uh, vulnerable place. But thank you. That yeah. is exactly, yeah, vulnerable place in my life. And I've only ever done it partying. Like, right. oh, let's go dance, yep. let's go this, let's do that. Like, I've only ever done it in a party. I've never done it like to look within and, and to use it as a medicine, which is what it was meant for in the first place, right? So um, what I was telling people prior to this trip was I just want to, um, I feel like it's um, inside me is sort of a balloon that's ready to pop. And what I want is just to pop a little hole into the balloon and to slowly start releasing the stress, the tension, the um, sadness, the grief, everything that I've held within me. And that's all I want from this, right? Like, that's my main goal. That's what I was telling everyone. I was just like, I just want to pop a hole. I want to fucking tell it that it's okay to, to release, right? Okay, so we eat the mushrooms. They start chanting, fucking Michelle and Claudia are fairies. I don't know how else to describe it. So I'm laying down flat and I'm on the far left and I'm staring out the window, looking up at the sky and there's a palm tree there. And I don't know, have either of you ever been attacked by fire ants? No, <laughs> I'm sorry. This isn't. But, but, I don't okay, want so to. What, okay. So what happens is, okay. So what happens is like, like they bite you, right? And then you, you feel it just like the fire go through. Mm. That's what the, the mushroom trip started for me was like but it started in my center so i'm laying down flat and they're they're chanting they're singing they're drumming they're uh you know burning incense and i start feeling this sensation from my center of love just like serious warmth and love just like boom it fucking hit me and I'm staring up at the sky and the clouds start dancing. And the first thing that happens is my parents telling me that I'm fine. Like, we're with you. We never left you. It's the first thing that happened. Nothing ever leaves. Never, nothing ever comes or goes. It either was or it wasn't. And so my parents were telling me that we always were. So we always will be. And I don't know how else to describe that, but that's how I felt. And it was so calming. It was like, oh, uh, they never left me. They were always with me. So they always will be with me. And I don't know how else to describe that. But that was the first feeling I got with like, of course, we're with you. 
we've always been with you and we always will be. It's just different now. And it's not going to be in the same way that was before, but it's going to be there throughout. And so that was the first thing that I felt. Of course, of course, they're not gone. Nothing's ever gone. And so that was reassuring as fuck, right? And then what happened afterwards was crazy. Like the sky was dancing for me. And then I felt this Rolodex of um, everybody that I've ever loved or has ever loved me or has ever been in my life, like from all of my travels. And I felt them. I felt how they felt for me. Mm. And I, I felt like I wasn't even my physical being anymore, but I was like the manifestation of their intentions of me. And I sound fucking crazy right now, but that's how it was. It was like, and that's why Limber, I'm going to say the next day I, I texted you and it was like, you kept coming up. I mean, so did you, Shar. Everybody that's ever been in my life came up, but Aaron came up a lot. And I, and I felt like um, everybody who's ever loved me or thought about me or cared about me, I felt it. I felt that. And um, the whole time I felt like I was just being carried. I was being carried by everybody that has ever loved me or cared about me. And they were telling me that they got me, you know, and for four hours, I did not move. <laughs> Whoa. Like I was in a room with six people and they were all like wigging out and like going through their own journeys. But I was in a fucking cocoon. And afterwards, everybody was like, you didn't move. And I was like, because I was being carried. Mm. And I guess, um, you know, ultimately, all I really needed was somebody to hold me, you know, like metaphorically, emotionally. That's all I really needed. And so. um that's what the medicine brought me was like showing me how much everybody loves me and how many people love me. And then at one point I felt at one point it was like, I, I felt everything that I gave to my mom. Mm -hmm. I felt, I felt it towards me. I don't know how, how else to explain it. But everything that I gave to my mom, I felt that love towards myself. And it was like, I've never felt that loved before. And it showed me that, like, you know, if I can love myself as much as I love others, then I'm going to be fine. Mm. I was trying to explain it, like, um, how people say they're preparing for the apocalypse or whatever. You stock up on, like, canned goods or whatever. How, how I felt on this journey was that um, my life leading up to this point was me preparing for this moment, like all these connections that I made with Shar, with, with you, Aaron, with, um, you know, my friend Stephanie in, in Merida, with everything that I've done up until this point was to help me deal with the hardest moment in my life, which is also this moment. So it, um yeah. You know, that was that was another thing, another realization that I had. It's just like, of course, I'm going to get through this moment because I've prepared for this my whole life. I have a whole fucking posse set up to help me get through this and I'm going to be fine, you know. And um, I don't know. I just felt like 
I had everything that I needed and every, every ounce of that room knew what I wanted from it and I needed from it and I, I received it. And um, afterwards we all had a, you know, it was crazy. Like it started, our trip started at like maybe six and then by 10 o'clock we all kind of snapped out of it. Hmm. Kind of at the same time, I was really fucking weird. All of a sudden I sat up and I hadn't moved in four hours. I was just like <laughs> staring at the fucking sky. <laughs> and every time because Michelle and fucking Claudia were just coming with the incense and the brain stick and the and I was like, oh, like fucking, I mean, chills the whole time. And then all of a sudden I sat up. And everybody was kind of coming to, and then we, we start talking about our experiences and I'm not even getting into that because we don't have enough time, but I will say that Lucy, who I was with at the, at the card, mm-hmm. um, Christmas card making event was talking about her experience. And she said it was like the most magical of her life. And then she said, like an ancient woman spoke to me and told me to give Angela a hug. Whoa. And I looked at her and I was like, what? And nobody else had that kind of like interconnection with their experience. And I was like, oh, that's that's so sweet. That's so cool. You know, whatever. So afterwards, you know, we all tell our stories and afterwards we're all, you know, kind of getting ready to leave. And so I go up to Lucy and I was like, can I have my hug now? You know, so she gives me a big hug and then um, she backs away from me and she says, that's from your mom. And then I, I look at her and I was like, what? And she was like, your mom came to me. She was like, at first she was speaking some crazy language. Are you Thai? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm Filipino. It, it must have been like Tagalog or, or Ilocano. And she was like, well, at first she was speaking a language I couldn't understand. But then she told me she was like, give her a hug. And she was like, tell her that I'm so happy and I'm good. And then she and then she was like, and then she took my hands and then she was like, and no more suffering. And I looked at her and I was like, yeah, I know my mom's not suffering anymore. It's great. And she's like, no, you. She said, your mom said you've suffered enough. And she said, you should be so proud of the time you spent with her. But stop suffering. It's over. And she's like, let it go. It's that easy. Move on. And it's, and that's totally something that my mom would, would say. My mom is like Catholic, sure, but she's fucking Buddha, dude. Like she meditated her, meditated her way through life. Like after my dad died, I couldn't sleep for weeks. And I asked her like, mom, how are you sleeping through the night? And she said, I don't worry about anything anymore. You know, like let it be, you know, kind of thing. So that it's totally something that my, that it's totally a sentiment that my mom would have. And Lucy knew nothing about anything, you know? Um, so that was just like, I had already had this completely transformative experience. And then after that, I had like a whole other one. <laughs> that was my journey in a nutshell. And then the next day, like I, I cried through the night and then I went to sleep and then I woke up and I, cried the next entire day until like 3 3 p.m. Like I got exactly what I asked for. Like I wanted it to come out. It fucking came out. And it was like 
a faucet. Like I couldn't even turn it off. Like I was having breakfast <laughs> and I was crying. And the dude was like, how are you doing? I was like, Todo bien. and I'm like bawling. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I just had so much to release, you yes. know, and I felt, I felt so much lighter ever since, like completely still, you know, feeling pain, but so much lighter ever since. And, um, everything seems a lot easier. Mm. Like, you know, um, seems more capable. I seem more capable. I can do it. You know, I, I feel so supported. The both of you are, you know, have a big part in that. And, um, that's crazy, really crazy. Very, I mean, I don't know. Very powerful (laughs) shit. I'm glad you spoke about it. Thank you. Because um, Jeff and I keeps coming up psychedelics and we just watched. I mean, now there's so many shows about that shit. We this afternoon we watched there's a because we're old. We were watching Nova on PBS uh, and they were talking about (laughs) psychedelics, but how like how it's truly helping people and helping they're talking about soldiers that have really bad PTSD and you know, going through MD, MDMA um, trials. Um, and uh, there was a group of cancer survivors that were doing something similar to what you were doing, Ange, in a circle. Um, and I think doing, uh, I don't know what they're doing, shrooms maybe, um, or even acid to really get through um, what they've gone through, but together. Um, so it's, it's powerful stuff and I'm, I'm glad it's happening more and more. And it sounded like exactly what you needed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Nope. And I will say <laughs> like, go. I've done it as a fucking kid, like partying, right. whatever, but never in this way. Um, <clears throat> so intentional. And I felt like my body was like cleansed for it. And, um, you know, the next day I, 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 I didn't feel anything other than the emotional <laughs> toll that it took on me in the best way. But like, you know, it's not like a hangover sort of thing. Like if you do fucking acid or ecstasy or, you know, the next day you feel like shit, it's, it's just, it wasn't that it was so clean. It was so pure. And um, it was so yeah, transformative. Like I, I feel really um grateful for the life that I have and the ability abilities I have to do these kinds of things, but also um, proud of the work that I've done to, to make these sort of connections with, with people and um, to find myself in these situations, because, you know, they don't come to you. You have to actively seek them and you have to be ready for them. And um, even so, even when you're ready for them, um, it takes a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like, you know, um, processing everything. Yeah, that shit makes you emotionally raw. Like, I know you're not raw, but it does a little bit. I'm so raw. What are you talking about? Uh, well, raw dog. Oh, yeah. Okay, now we're <laughs> okay. Well, that just turned a corner. <laughs> okay, um, let's wrap. Yeah, okay, let's. let's- Let's wrap. But I thank you for sharing. And I feel like we'll no, I know. I'm sorry. I had to make a joke. I don't know what else. No, you don't need to make I a joke. Gross. I don't want to talk about raw dog. Um, 
But actually, that reminds me of Amy Schumer joke that she opened with, which is hilarious. Why do you keep talking about Amy Schumer? Didn't Limber used to fucking hate her? I used to hate her, but I I feel like I I didn't hate hate her, but she was she was so, you know, white girl shit. And now all of a sudden, I think through the pandemic, the pandemic changed her and she's forever changed. I feel like in a really good way. Mm. I don't know. I feel like she would say that, too. Um. I thought she was funny before I saw her movies, but I like this version of her better. How about that? I'm just messing with you. I know you are. Look, I, I was wrong, but I think some she's changed totally. Okay, let's do a moment of pleasure. And I, I can start if you want. Because <laughs> we we forget to do this. Uh, okay, so you know me. I love a good cooking challenge food challenge (laughs) show and there's a really good one out right now that um makes me feel uh very warm and cuddly inside it's called the big brunch it's on hbo max and the host is dan levy and it is the sweetest yeah it is the sweetest Besides the great British Bake Off, which is totally different, whatever, that's overseas. The English are very polite, blah, blah, blah. But this one is so sweet and I love it so much. And I want Dan Levy to come on just to talk about this show. He's producing it. He's I think he might be the mastermind behind it um, because I can tell he likes to. And I'm saying this in the nicest way possible. Like I like to eat like he likes to eat. And I'm like, let's sit down (laughs) to eat, bro. Let's sit down and eat and drink. Um, but I love it so much. And uh, it's released weekly on Thursday. So they'll have one for Thanksgiving. I'm very excited. And it's really sweet. So I, it's my moment of pleasure. It's so good. The Big Brunch, HBO Max. Shar? Um, I'll go. I'll go cheesy this week. <laughs> go with, uh, I'm thankful for, um, I'm thankful for little memories and and friends and family and stuff like that the uh the other day um i got a group on for um like those big like canvas prints um mm, yes you know, you i've always print. wanted to get one yeah. of those. <laughs> and so i was looking for and it was um i was able to like turn like three photos into canvas prints so i oh. jumped, um I jumped online uh, on, I pulled out an old hard drive of mine and popped it in to go look at pics that I wanted to uh, turn into, you know, bigger prints so that I could, that I could put up. And I just went through memory lane of all kinds of stuff, you know, radio, um, traveling, you know, Mexico, you know, uh, all like the, I, I was telling Ange and Ant when we were at um remember the stories I was telling you about um me at uh in Cabo on my uh my uh there was uh what was oh uh, ziplining my ziplining tour mm-hmm. <laughs> and my giant and uh, uh and um I found a lot of those pictures from that trip mm. and um you know some pictures of me <laughs> and Dana and mm. um just uh, you know, pictures of us, pictures of me with my friends from uh, Big Brother when we did like a reality battle of the reality stars at at um, in uh, uh, Six Flags, like just little pictures and little things, and like me and my brother skiing at three and 
seven years old you know, stuff like that <laughs> the, 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 like my brother in a, in his diapers in a in in, in our uh in that conversion van that our family traveled to all over the country <laughs> so i i guess uh so i'm just thankful for like little things like that that i was like holy crap this is actually really cool that i have these hard drives of all these pictures that I can just kind of look back and just go, oh shit, I remember that. I mean, there, one of the ones is like BFD, which was the big, oh yeah, the big live one hundred five, live one hundred five, live one hundred five rock festival that they had at Shoreline every year, and it's uh, me and Dana, uh, somehow, uh, were able to storm the dead Confederates green room <laughs> <laughs> backstage <laughs> after they had already they did their set and they left. And I guess they let Dana and I, they said, oh, you guys can go into the, into our green room and hang out here. And oh. so the place was, you know, uh, stocked with beer and had its own private bathroom and everything like that. And there's pictures of like Dana taking pictures of herself on the toilet and us, <laughs> us trading shoes. And I'm wearing like, I'm wearing like shorts, uh, a shirt. And combat boots, and she's wearing my sneakers. Like it's just like so stupid <laughs> and so silly. Like I'm sending pictures to her mom, and I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, I have so many pictures of like just silly pictures. Like when I went to when I went to um, Venice for um, for Carnival, oh. uh, I uh, uh, I came back and I gave her a uh, a cat mask. And so there's pictures of her wearing a cat mask and, you know, just stuff like that. I was like, dude, I'm so fortunate and thankful to have uh, these pictures that I could, you know, look at and, you know, mm -hmm. just go down memory lane with. So, uh, so I'm thankful for that. Mm -hmm. To memories. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. You're up next, Ange. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was shared a big thing. Well, <laughs> grateful for a lot, obviously, but I read this. Um, quote that that has really helped me lately and it was um grief is just love without a place to go and that um has really helped me a lot when i feel sad it's uh, um you know turns it into something positive it's not like you know this dark deep dark place it's like when i'm feeling grief it's love without a place to go so where can i channel that where can i push that towards or how can i turn that into into something happy so um, that's just a line that's really helped me a lot lately. Mm. So I'm grateful for that. All right, everybody. Well, <laughs> if you are in the States and you observe Thanksgiving, I, I want to call it giving thanks maybe instead. Uh, good luck to you this week. Um, and if you don't, that's okay too. Uh, hopefully you're with people that you love and who love you, um, no matter who they are. And we'll be back at some point. Mm. I think we have a basic coming up in person once Ange gets back. So that'll be fun. Please take care of yourselves and make sure you look at our show notes because we're going to point you to some native, I should actually say indigenous folks that are doing good. Uh, in the world and if you are a Black Friday person which I fucking hate uh, but if you are I know that some of these folks are having sales as well so thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon
If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. This podcast is a proud member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.